Then yesterday, this was shameful. They started in Union Square Park, which is in downtown New York City. Then they marched up. They went to the United Nations. And then they went to Gracie Mansion. And they decided, you know what? Why don't we stop at a cancer hospital? Yes, Sloan Kettering, Memorial Sloan Kettering, one of the most preeminent cancer hospitals in the world. And because they get, quote, Jewish donors that somebody who's, you know, number of Jewish people donate to them. Are you kidding me? Like nothing is off limits with these people. How disgusting. So they went into the hospital and were marching down the hallways of the hospital shouting vile and disgusting things. And there was a Holocaust survivor who said, this feels like the 1930s in Germany, that he couldn't imagine from his hospital bed seeing what he was seeing at that moment. It is so reprehensible. And guess what? Again, I blame this on bad leadership, whether it's in the city level or whether it's in the federal level. They should be clamping down on these people. They could arrest them. They don't have permits. They are destroying property. They're on private property. How dare they? Listen to some of these anti-Israel hate mongers going down the hallways of Memorial Sloan Kettering. Can you imagine you are there at Sloan Kettering Cancer Center and you are sitting there and you're with a loved one uh, or you yourself are going through something very deeply personal, devastating, dealing with cancer. uh, And then suddenly you've got these crazy protesters scaring you, running down the hallways with flags, uh, you know, burning the American flag, shouting these things and screaming anti-Israeli rhetoric. That is disgusting, and that is scary, whether you're Jewish or not. It is horrifying, and the fact that these people chose, oh, because there's a wing named after a Jewish person, or there's, you know, a hallway named after a Jewish person, they thought, oh, well, we've got to go down, march the hallway there. What what is wrong with these people that they don't feel they have any limits? It is disgusting. What are your thoughts, everybody, about this, and what needs to be done before these protests get even more dangerous and even more scary. They are blocking roadways. They are blocking airport entrances. Uh, They're going into Times Square. Uh, They're going to the Christmas tree lighting. They're blocking shoppers. It's a long ways away. It is only January, and Election Day is in November. And guess what? They're not happy, certainly with anybody, it seems like, that's on the ticket. Maybe if Al Sharpton was running, they'd say, hey, we like him. You know, But other than that... Guess what? Anybody who is supporting our great ally Israel is on the hot seat. They're screaming at Joe Biden wherever he is. Remember, he was at that African-American church about a week ago. And here's this church service. They were honoring those who had been murdered in the church. It was a horrible, horrible occasion, uh, but an important occasion to honor those victims and their families. 
And then suddenly in the middle of the church, like half of them stand up and they're protesters with their signs and their flags interrupting the president of the United States. I find that despicable. Let those people have their moment and be honored and then have these protesters interrupt it like they think that they can rule the roost. They can interrupt anything and anywhere, anytime. Shame on them and shame on our officials for not taking a stronger stand. What are your thoughts, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And of course, in the middle of all this, certainly the chaos in America is a topic for President Trump. He's come out and said, you know what? Uh, I'm not bringing the chaos. I'm trying to break up the chaos. I mean, for some reason, I remember the BLM riots. Uh, Joe Biden didn't do anything. Kamala Harris contributed to the Minnesota Freedom Fund that was bailing out the rioters. And now here we have these people on the streets and we have crickets from Joe Biden and from most of our leadership. Yeah, they say they're supporting Israel and I'm glad they should be. You darn right. They're a great ally and they need our help and they need our support now. And there shouldn't be any gray But they also should be letting these protesters have it because the world is seeing this. And and all the people that don't like us in Iran and everywhere else in the world where they're looking at America, they're seeing the protests and they're laughing. They're going, well, uh, obviously some people in America agree with us and it's emboldening them. How could you have these people that seem to me to be having behavior that is so in contrary to what this country stands for and who we are? This is not freedom of speech. This is hate speech, and it is in violation of lots of laws. You just got to have the will to do it. And meantime, President Trump is speaking out about the chaos and also reveling about his big win that he had in Iowa last night. He was already in New Hampshire just a few hours ago. And he has his sights on Biden because he says he feels the world is falling apart. And boy, is there a lot of disorder. Take a listen. With your help, one week from now, we're going to win the New Hampshire primary. And then we're going to defeat crooked Joe Biden. He's a crooked guy. He's the worst president in the history of our country. He's the most corrupt president in the history of our country. And frankly, he's the most incompetent president. You're going to end up in World War III with this guy. But we're going to take back our country, and we are going to what? Make America great again. And tonight, Vivek Ramaswamy, of course, who came in fourth last night in the Iowa caucus. He got 7.7%. And it was a distant fourth. He knew what the writing on the wall was. And he's been very pro-Trump. Well, guess what? He flew up. He was there with Trump today in New Hampshire. And this is what he had to say. He is now probably his biggest vocal supporter and campaigner. He is endorsing Trump and saying he is with him in this battle. You want to know what does it mean to be a Republican today? It means we believe in the ideals of 1776. Ideals like freedom and merit and the pursuit of excellence. That you get ahead in this country, not on the color of your skin, but on the content of your character and your contributions. End affirmative action. End DEI. We are done with the nonsense. Send it back home. It means you believe in the rule of law. 
and I say this as the kid of legal immigrants to this country, that means your first act of entering this country cannot break the law, and that is why we need to use our military to secure our own southern border in this country. That's what it means to stand for the rule of law in the United States of America. It means the people we elect to run the government needs to be the ones who actually run the government, not the shadow government in the deep state that runs the show today. This man is going to get in there this time around and actually shut down that deep state. Not messing around this time anymore. That's how we win this war in this country. And boy, is it a war because the media won't even cover an acceptance speech, a victory speech by a president who gets the biggest historic margin in Iowa caucus history.